Do you think you'll be able to succeed in your objective? That's on the laps of the gods. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, only time will tell. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Pink's Radio Nightmares. Oh, yeah. And welcome to more Radio Nightmares, the Hall of Fame of Radio Bloopers. And you can always rely on those who work in news to keep those nightmares coming. There were two Europeans, as it's put here, who indeed, uh, uh, who indeed overcame the uh, rebels guarding Lady Chihuahua at the uh, medical research compound and managed to get her out. But who these two uh, Europeans were, I just don't know. There have been suggestions... Excuse me, somebody's knocked on the door. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I'll have to go. The, 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 we've got a car here, the hostages have just been liberated and, the, and, and they're going to take us in the car down there. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just able to tell you now that the hostages have been liberated, the rest of the hostages out at Bacow. I'm about to go out there to see them. Uh, as far as we know, everyone is safe. I'm unable to report on the military activity. They've gone without us. They've gone without us. Eh? They've, well, they've gone, have they? We'll, we'll, we'll get some other transport. Okay, that's it, Julia. I'm sorry, I'm putting the phone down on you. I will miss the whole story. Bye. Tune into Ocean Sound and listen to those car registration numbers being read out. And if you do miss them, don't forget there's a full recap. Re- <laughs> oh dear, I do beg your pardon. There's a full recap. Virginia Creeper. And the Virginia Creeper has cra- gradually crept. You could use uh, fibre pots. You could use biodegradable pots. You could use biodegradable pots. <laughs> <laughs> The Economic and Social Research Council hand out money to postgraduates, but recently a quarter of the students who've received grants have failed to complete their work within four years. (coughs) David, go and have a glass of water. We all understand. Poor David's voice has gone. We're going to come back to him for more news later in the programme. Steve Pink's (laughs) Radio Nightmares. Wow. Enjoy yourself there, Jack. Thank you very much. Oh, where are we? Oh. Yes, we try to put a record on without actually putting it on the turntable. Doesn't help, does it? What about a bit of Yahoo? Well, it's ten to eight here on AM. Now, deep beneath the earth under Geneva, right now, a strange and exorbitantly expensive scientific experiment is already underway. It is costing the British taxpayer forty million pounds a year. It's a buried circular tunnel, 17 miles long, called the Electron-Positron Collider, an atom smasher in layman's crude parlance, designed to help scientists the world over understand the most profound questions of astrophysics and cosmology. It's already taken six years to build the thing and cost hundreds of millions of pounds. Man's quest to learn the mysteries of life goes on, kicking up perhaps more questions than answers. One man who studied the theories behind the Atom Smasher and catalogued the extraordinary history and evolution of scientific quest is Timothy Ferris, an American professor at the University of Berkeley, California, whose latest book, The Coming of Age and the Milky Way, has just been published. He's with us now, rather breathlessly, having run down our stairs. I'm not. In that case, it must be Richard (laughs) Bath. Forgive me. The title of your book, The Coming of Age and the Milky Way... Well, never mind, we have somebody deep breathing in the studio, but um, we haven't yet discovered the source of it. The coming of age in the mill... I'm sorry? It's not my book. It's not your book? No, they've got the wrong person for you. Good morning. Um, Good morning. 
<laughs> Who have we got with us, with us this morning? No, no, this is very odd. It's obviously something to do with the Glorious Twelve. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not to do with the Glorious Twelve. It's just you've got. Ah, uh, you've got me, but I think for something later. Well, I... Ah. Well, in that case, tell us who you are. Well, I'm Tom Burke. Of course you are. I didn't recognise you in that's the a, shirts, Tom. That's all right. How oh, nice to see you. Well, we were... <laughs> that, 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 ladies and gentlemen listening at home, is one of the hazards of live radio. You are listening to Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Hello, you're on the air. Some boxing news and commentary middleweight Errol Christie has changed his trainer for Wednesday's British Championship Eliminator against Tony Burke at the Alexandra Pavilion. Christie claimed today that his corner became overexcited during his fight, fight, fight against Mark Kahlo. Oh, it's 8.16. Uh, we're still waiting for a fight. Oh, there he is. We're in business. I think... Oh, no, he's gone away. Hello. Hello, is that Jim? Hello, Richard. No, it's not Richard, it's Simon. Richard's just doing his half-time report. He'll be with you in a sec, OK? All right, can you... He's half-time. Here he comes. Oh, good. <laughs> Hello, Jim. Hello, exciting radio, this. Hey. Hello, Richard, you're on. Hey. <laughs> is he still there? He's trying to... <laughs> oh, no, please. Try this, try this again. Um... Manchester United versus Luton Town at Old Trafford. From Old Trafford, Richard Keyes. Oh, no. <laughs> He's gone away. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do something else. Well, good evening, then, from Pataudry Stadium in Aberdeen. It's eyes down for this European Champions Cup quarterfinal. First leg, Aberdeen against IFK Gothenburg. And a minute's silence on the pitch. exactly what that minute silence was about. You are listening to Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Two who played for Newcastle United during those famous cup finals of the 1950s and were delighted to hear the referee's whistle at half-time so they could go in and light up in the Wembley dressing room. It is different now, of course. You never, ever see a professional spoker playing football. Michael Holdings also fit to play. England has won loss and bat. It's six minutes past four. I don't really know what that means. Yes, you don't know what you're talking about I there with cricket, do you? What is loss and bat? They've won the toss oh, and the they've toss. decided to bat. Now on to another tale of disaster, this time racing. Now, there have been no meetings for six days and not much in prospect, it would seem. So what does our racing correspondent John Penny think about all that? Well, the thing is that there is so much... Well, not a great deal by the sounds of it. Hang on, he's he's having a spot of trouble down there. We'll ask him again in a minute. (laughs) It's slowing down. He's he's heading for the final post ahead of schedule. Here we go again. Well, the thing is that, Pat, there is so much snow and ice about. In fact, looking at the problems for McPherson, for anybody who's just listening for the first time and hearing that McPherson has got problems, could you explain what those injury problems are? Well, it's a bit out of my... Uh, you'd probably be better be speaking to Dennis Casey, but he has had problems with it. He's got a lump down the inside of his groin, which is about, say, four inches long, and it's hardened up. And uh, <laughs> the average supporter probably not see any difference in his performance, but we've been looking at it more closely than we have. This is Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Two planes at Gatwick Airport to um, to tell you of delays with. <laughs> 
understand what I mean by that. The BR354 from Freetown and Banjul uh, will be arriving at ten past seven. That's nearly two hours late. And the BR258 from Dallas and St. Louis will arrive at twelve o'clock today. And that, again, is about uh, two or three hours late. So, two delays at Gatwick Airport. Apart from that, trains in and out going on time. Uh, planes, rather, going in and out on time. Silly running trains from Gatwick Airport. Well, you can get a train from Gatwick Airport, but it would only go to London. It wouldn't go to Freetown or Banjul, which could be something of a disappointment in the circumstances, depending on where you wanted to go to. Why don't I shut up? OK, uh, that's just a touch of Siona dancing to finish off. I'll be here on Sunday afternoon. Oh, it's not going to work. <laughs> My closer is not going to work. What a shame. It's going to be so dynamic and everything. Hang on. No, it's not going to work. I'll be here on Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. 5 o'clock of the, the Tuesday, the Wednesday edition of Newsbreak. Princess Alexandra flew into the Royal Naval Air Station Yobleton this very lunchtime to mark the base's 50th anniversary. Phil Coswell is at the base and joins me now. Princess, what's the uh, princess? I beg your pardon, Phil. What has the princess done at the base this morning? Now, Howard Hewitt did a beautiful vocal, guest vocal that was. On bass player. I've forgotten his bloody name. Steve Pink's Radio Nightmares. So that's your lot for this edition of Radio Nightmares. And I'll leave you with Sarah Kennedy, live on Radio 2, who gets an attack of the giggles. And um, he said the whole thing, and when the mountain comes down, he said. That I didn't know the Queen Mother was in. The Queen I'm in mean Mother Superior, Thank you. sorry. <laughs> making a special guest appearance down the mountain. <laughs> the Queen Mother coming down the, around the mountain. <laughs> I love royalty. Oh, you know? yes. Um, now, Fife, we've got an accident which is blocking the A985, the King Card into Kearney Hill Road. You've got diversions working around this. Lorry drivers are being advised to use the fourth row bridge or the M90 to the Kinross interchange and then the A977, the Kinross to King Carden Road. South of the King Garden Bridge, of course, you've got the roadworks at the Bow Trees Roundabout at Junction 3 of the M876. Thanks for all the calls about the uh, Matrix signs showing the M6 is closed in Birmingham. Uh, they're wrong. It is open. M60 has reopened clockwise. Um, the police were dealing with an incident between Junction 25, Bradbury, and Junction 27, Stockport. There's still one lane blocked at Junction 26, no access onto the clockwise M60 at Junction 26. It's a car fire reported on the M40. It's northbound at Junction 12, Gate, and thanks, Jiffy. If you're heading out of London, the accident on the M4 has been recovered. That was at Junction 2, Chiswick. Finally, clockwise M25 getting very busy past... Uh, Junction 5, which is the N26 <laughs> number to call 0800 100 200. I went to university, you know. I've got qualifications. <laughs>